Okay. Oh my God, what? What a long break. <laughs> a month. Uh, I slept the entire time. I know. I, you really did, actually. I, I was. I was like sleeping beauty. Yeah. Hi, I'm Jenny Zagarino. I'm a comedian. I'm Cat Eves and I'm a stylist. And, and this, this is Gaudy Positive. Positive. I was sleeping booty. You were. You are sleeping booty. I was sleeping booty. I was touring booty. I toured real hard. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so let's just do a little catch up. Catch Great. up. Do you notice anything different about me? Maybe what's in my ears? Do you have new earrings? I have little earrings. One is a, wait, G? Uh-huh. P. Gotti positive. Yeah. I was thinking PG, and then I was like, P&G Electric? What? I know. You know, I actually have to I figure out what's the I support the electrical right. companies. What's the right? Yeah. I'm really into electricity. <laughs> I'm learning about it at grade no school. No fault. You're um, not at fault for the fires. No. They're just a they're just Ugh. a uh, victim of capitalism. Mm, mm, mm. You know, look, someone more power to the power people. <laughs> Fuck you. I know it's terrible. That could be a bumper sticker. So bad. Um. Yeah. So okay. Uh. So I was on tour. Yeah, did, you were all over. Did we talk about Europe? Uh, no, you, you did not talk about Europe. I so. went to Europe. I went to Zurich, Basel, Berlin, London, and Paris. All those places. Yes. How was, was that? What was your favorite spot? My favorite spot, company-wise, was yeah. Zurich and Basel. We hung out with these comics who are fabulous. They do American stand-up shows. Cool. And they're, like, super wonderful and awesome, and they were great. The best city, though, my favorite is always London. I love okay. doing London. Really? All my friends are there. I got to see one of my great friends, Max, who I love. My friend Alex, um, my friend Becca. Like I went mm -hmm. to university with all these people. Oh, great! So you um, get to, it's like a little reunion. Yeah, but the, all my friends are leaving London. So my friend oh, really? Rosie just moved to like the countryside. Oh wow! Near Leeds. Oh, are they leaving London because it's, it's that? No one can't afford it. Oh, I thought it was just like that. They reached that age. I think so. I think they're like. Is that part of it? They're all married or have long-term partners which blows my mind i don't know how anyone does it and so one becca moved to um she moved to uh cornwall okay which is four hours outside of london mm -hmm. um just in case you guys want to see her vintage it's called goldie vintage oh and she sells vintage online on etsy and it's super cute i like the name very like subtle mm -hmm. minimalist vintage i love it mm -hmm. um and i'll link it in the thing uh, and then my other friend moved to Leeds, and mm -hmm. then Max moved to Copenhagen with his beautiful wife, Sophie, who's a uh, um, artist, like a performance artist. I love that we're getting the full. Like, I just like to pimp my friends because they're great yeah. people. They're doing shit. And then Alex is a filmmaker who lives in London, and that's about awesome. It. That's great. Yeah. You have very creative friends who are all getting too old to hang too, out in this big city. Look, we're going to get too old to be here. I, I'm, I'm not even kidding. I have, I think LA is a gateway drug to the suburbs. Oh yeah. I've already been looking at houses in Salt Lake. Do you know what, what? we can afford for $200,000? Oh yes, I do. One, actually, one of my very, very best friends who is a playwright, mm -hmm. uh, she and her husband, who's also my friend, <laughs> who was my friend first, but yeah. you know how that works. <laughs> just like girls. Um, he, they moved to Salt Lake uh, a number of years ago from the Bay Area. Because yeah. He's from there. And so, you know, it also makes sense support system wise. They have kids, but yeah. also they have a big, beautiful house. Um, and she has a writing space and, uh, oh, you know, yeah. and basically, you know, you, you live close enough to the airport. They travel, she travels all the time. She's, 
She like has oh, and she's a teaching like she's got so much so much shit happened for her once she moved yeah. away from the Bay Area and into the suburbs of Salt Lake. So it's true and it's beautiful. And it's just like people are going to Boise, going to Salt Lake. A lot are going to Montana. Yeah. Bozeman. Really? Billings, yeah. That uh, makes sense. Uh, and it's gorgeous Jackson up Hole. there. Wait, that's for the rich people. Jackson Hole is, is that Montana? Wyoming. <laughs> it's Wyoming? Yeah. Ooh, Wyoming. Uh, we got some tales to tell about Wyoming. Do you? Do yeah. tell. Yeah. Well, let's talk about why were you a, a booty? Because <laughs> I had the flu. Oh, Get your yeah, flu you shot. Did. I'm not even kidding. I still can't hear out of my fucking ear. It's been a month. It's been a, It's been almost a month. Wow. It's been crazy. I am so tired of it. I just like bitch about it every single day. It's but the only you, news I have. Where'd because, you get that flu? Um, I went to, oh, I went to Oregon. Yeah. Uh, which I will not call Boregon because <laughs> I had fun. Okay. I went to a, I got to go to a weed harvest party at Jim Belushi's pot farm. That's so cool. Yeah. It was actually, honestly, it was a perfect perfect day i yeah. went with um a group of my coworkers. so my friend ariel who um her brother is uh i'm gonna call him a weed mogul okay he's he's a delight uh he and i bonded and i was like oh my god i forgot what it's like to have male friends no <laughs> you gotta get some uh yeah but we had a great time but he is a weed mogul and he is the distributor for jim belushi's uh own strains of <laughs> Or whatever. That's so cool. So, yeah. Um, and they were shooting a reality show. Apparently, Jim Belushi has a new reality show all about his weed farm and weed and Ooh. weed life. Who made it a special appearance? Uh, oh, and Dan Aykroyd. Ah! That was the best part. So the best part for me was like this party. Here's the thing that's funny is like oh, the fucking regulations and rules around weed are so... It's like, they're going to ruin it. They're just, you just know. <laughs> so like you go to this party, it's a harvest party on a pot farm in Oregon where weed is legal. And, uh, the years past I've heard about this. I think this is the third year they've done it. It's just like, there's a huge, you know, there's stuff being passed and pre-rolls and everything all around. No weed at this party. <laughs> <laughs> no weed only weed that people brought themselves because apparently like if you have they decided to do tickets this year and apparently if you have ticket ticketing for your event or you sell tickets for it you can't have weed that's weird i don't how do you like but they do that with alcohol here so my friend I had know. a show what you had to do was buy tickets but that's the thing is for like, the alcohol. If you do, oh, you have to buy tickets for the alcohol. Yeah, and then you would turn the tickets in. So it's that was like, a way to like. So stupid. Yeah, it's very dumb. It's very dumb. Just take we a both took coffee, coffee together. It was good. <laughs> that was right. It was cute. There was a little bit of silence. I know. There. I realized that as soon as I took my sip. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Jim Belushi's Pop Farm. So it was great though because they were filming, and I had this. I had a cute little outfit on. It's very brightly colored. So you might see me in the background if you watch this reality show. I think it's on Annie. But the great part was like you were also dressed very nicely. I was I was really like into my outfit. Yeah. Um. But I, it was so fun because I was close to the stage. So the way that <laughs> the thing that's kind of funny about this is like, yes, it's a harvest party. It's also like 
Jim Belushi's excuse to gather people together to make them listen to his band, oh, as my friend God. described it. <laughs> I liked it. I'm like, it's like a blues band. Blues band, you know. We should it's do like an fun. episode of celebrities and their bands. Oh my God, Keanu. Billy, Keanu. I've seen Billy Bob live. Oh yeah, he played the Minnesota State Fair. I bet he's good. It was not. It was good. He's got it was a legitimately darkness good. that I just. He's worked. a good musician. He writes all the music. It was. It's good music. It's yeah. just like not my. Sure. It's old rock. For like dads. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's how I would describe Jim Belushi's music. Dad as well. rock. Yeah. I feel like if I tell any more about this, that I'm going to give it away because it's actually going to be on a show. Oh, well, then don't give it away. But, you know, nobody's going to watch the then show. Then Dan Aykroyd did uh, what about aliens and pregnancies. Well, Dan, but- I don't know about the aliens and pregnancy stuff, but I do know that Dan Aykroyd has a tequila. Did you know that? He has the skull one. You yeah. told me where it's a big skull. I didn't know that was his. Yeah, sorry, I had to burp. Woo! Yeah, fine. no had, one, no well, one no, saw Well, no, you know what's funny is there's another tequila company that has a skull, and then they got into a lawsuit with Dan. I don't know who won. Oh wow, yeah, they're both. Well, there's Crystal Skull. Yeah, or is it the vodka? Uh, no, I think he has a vodka too. What is this morbid fascination with people? They love aliens. <laughs> Drinking. No, I was going to skulls. No, but the Crystal Skulls is like an alien thing. Oh. Didn't you see Indiana Jones? No. Yeah. I didn't. They're they're alien skulls. I've ridden the ride. Oh. That's about it. Yes, that's my favorite ride at Disneyland, Me by the way. Me too. I, that and Pirates. Yeah. Pirates is kind of boring. I just like the... It looks so real to me. I feel like we could go to Disneyland together and yeah. probably have a We're good gonna time. We're going to go on Dapper Day. Oh, we are? We got to figure out when it is. Yeah. <laughs> someone tell us. I think it's us. soon. I think it's in November. We could Google, but let's not. We have to figure let's it out. Let's just let someone tell us. Yeah. So we had we had quite a crazy month. We really did. It's been it's been a minute, and yeah. and I've missed, I've missed this. Me too. You know, it's really. I was telling you yesterday. It's really funny to get a text from someone that's like a quote of like sometimes people send us quotes from our own show, and I'm like, why are you saying that weird ass <laughs> thing? <laughs> okay. Ah. Uh, and then it takes a second. I'm like, oh, that must be something one of us. Said. Yeah. we're funny um no but you know what's coming up halloween yeah heck yeah it was a good guess well i'm excited (laughs) you know what i'm not as excited here's the thing in that month i did become single again yeah so couples costume right out the door Uh, do you want to be a couple no i hadn't thought of one do you want to be a couple's costume with rob um, are you going to be a couple's costume? No, Rob? I'm doing my own thing. <laughs> I saw yours. It's fabulous. It is. I mean, the thing is, like, I guess Rob could be. So I so I'm, I'm, I'll spill the beans. I'm going to be. So, you know, the Bjork swan dress. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do the Bjork swan dress as a flamingo, which is fabulous. Yeah. I I'm love so it. I'm so excited. Um, I have not thought about my costume at all. I guess Rob could be an egg. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Or I could make him a matching one. <laughs> he could be divine. He could be divine. Oh, so we're pink flamingo. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's like layers to this costume Why now. Would, how did you not think of this? You love divine. That is a huge leap, though. You're a pink flamingo. Yeah, but I'm doing the Bjork dress. That's just like, those are, I mean, yes, they are all hanging out together, I think. <laughs> but like, it the just, no, pool. it didn't, yeah. yeah. Gaudy positive pool? Yeah. I haven't thought, like, usually I'm so, I know exactly what I want to be in this year, just last two years like last year was the prom thing mm. i just never well to be fair i was really holding on to that i would was gonna get a a role yeah that was gonna be shooting on halloween mm. for a romani woman oh i didn't oh. get this role 
I had quite a week last week where two roles I really wanted, I got passed over for. Man, this is what it really looks like, y'all. It does, and it's like, but, you know, the feedback on the roles were, we think you're wonderful. We mm-hmm. just don't think you're right for this part, yeah. which is good. And I listened to Brian Cranston talk about auditioning and stuff, and it's like, you're not there to get the job. No. You're there to do a job, and your yeah. job is to be like, I am talented. I have my craft, and this is how I interpreted this piece. Mm-hmm. Boom, mm-hmm. and that's your mm-hmm. job. Um, and I think, like, with the, you know, with one of the roles – <laughs> I have a joke about it now that I really enjoy, but the casting agent was very sweet and was just like, you're great, but you're too pretty. No one's going to believe that you're a lesbian. <laughs> it's terrible. God, casting is so... And I was so... like, I'll eat you out right now. Just open your legs up. Let's just do this. Come on. I'll show you. Um, no. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, what are you going to do if people are just like, you're too you're too pretty and it's also like but that is like such a classic casting story you're quote-unquote too pretty to be a lesbian yeah i think they want to like very see the thing is like they were like don't lean into the butchness of it Mm. um but then when i got there they're like you're not butch enough (laughs) (laughs) it's like okay yeah what am i gonna do um and then i did say i was like well there was this, and she stopped me and was like, college doesn't count. And I was like, oh. Yeah, no, I was going to tell you my college story. <laughs> I guess you're right. So yeah. so that was a bummer, and then the other one was kind of a bummer. But the creator of the show saw it and really liked it. I think they just went for someone older. Oh, interesting. It, started, it asked for a middle-aged woman. Okay. So it's like you go yeah. in, they see you, and they say, man, she's good. I think I'm mm-hmm. going to always keep her in mind. Or like that creator who saw it was like, hey, we saw that one tape. I really liked that person. I think she'd be good for this. Yeah. So it's like you, it, that's what this game is. This game is so mm-hmm. not about booking that role. It's about planting your seeds for when the role comes, people are ready for it. Well, I don't know. I don't know if this is exactly how manifesting works, but like I just have my little psychic abilities say that this that so, that show is not over. I just. I just I have a feeling. So. I feel that there is a there's a door in there that's gonna open. Maybe I hope uh, so. Can we? I, we're not gonna say what it's for. But no. <laughs> okay. So we'll just say uh, a rival team player or something along I those lines. So. I, I yeah. think I would be very good for that show. Mm-hmm. You'd and be great for that show. I really hope they take yeah. a chance on me for something else, which has happened. I've gotten multiple. When I, when glow came out, I auditioned for several roles in glow. Mm. I've auditioned for several roles in miss Maisel. Mm-hmm. It's so Oh God, you'd be so good for miss Maisel too. It's so funny to watch these shows that I'm like, I read the pilot for that. Yeah. I know that story. And then to see who they do cast, like, you know, I look at Glow and I'm like, of course I wasn't going to be the lead in Glow. Are you shitting me? Oh, is that what you went out for? Yeah. Oh, but wow. But I like did my did the best. Yeah. Did a really fun, had a really fun time. And they called me in for a second role like the next day. That's great. Okay. So what, can you say what you went out for in Mrs. Maisel? Mrs. Maisel, I went out for the manager and I went out for the lead. I knew it was going to be the manager. Yeah. Well, I, I, I kind of wondered if it would be both, but that's interesting to me because the manager... I can totally see you playing that role too. But I was also 29. Like Oh, too young. Like I was too young. Too it's young. just like they just I think what they do is they're just like let's get a scope of everything yeah. that's close to it. Yeah. And also too for any young actors listening, if they call you in, you've already done half the work because they're like I do want to see that person. Yeah. Cuz they're not just like send me whoever. They're like send me people and then they'll pick from the the people agents send. Mhm. 
and then from there they'll show up such a like this it's funny okay so uh my friend uh rebecca Loby, who is a singer songwriter a fabulous musician god her voice gives me chills um was performing on Friday. I'm actually, we're going to do another night shoot in Joshua Tree with her tonight. I'm going to steal myself for energy. But um, she, it was performed on Friday night and she said, I just put it so perfectly. She's like on stage and says, you know, I don't usually talk about like the process of being a musician and getting rejected or going out for stuff. But I figure I'm in L.A. and this is where the sausage is made. So, (laughs) you know, and she proceeded to tell the story about how um, a show reached out to her or a movie or something and wanted her to write two songs for like the finale or the ending. And she um, she was kind of like at first, like, no, I have, you know, I'm a a, I have a process and I have a muse and my muse (laughs) is what inspires my writing. And then they wrote back and they were like. Uh, well, we'll pay you $7,000 a song if they get picked. And she's like, cool, cool, cool. I think I can figure this out, you know? <laughs> and it's funny because uh, the two songs are actually like, I I love, they're, they're my favorite songs that she's done. Yeah. Um, and they did not get picked. Eh, what can but you do? But they're amazing songs that end up on her album. And like I said, they're my favorite songs that she's done. Yeah. So it's kind of funny how that stuff works out, though, where you're just like, you know, you go out for stuff. You don't know what's going to happen. And there's sort of this, you know, in her case, she repurposes it. I don't think you can exactly repurpose auditions, but. Well, you can repurpose the because every audition and I again, I hate admitting this, but every audition I pay between 60 and 125 dollars to coach for it. Really? Yep, because I'm getting private coaching for each mm. audition on top of the classes you take, on top of all this. So you're always investing. Yes. Right? So whatever I learned in that last audition, I can bring it to my next audition. Yeah. And I'm constantly learning. And I think to that point of like, you know, there have been times when if I had done America's Got Talent, mm-hmm. which I was up for, and I said no, because mm-hmm. um, I was like, this just isn't my brand. If I'd continued Wait, what with season it, of America's Got Talent? Like four years ago. Was it with that? When, when, when did that show even start? A long time ago. Not America's Got like, Talent. Um, yeah, no, no, America's Got Talent. It's been yeah. on for it's too long. Yeah. But if I had um, done that, I wouldn't have been able to be cast in Fifty Shades of Black. Oh, see? So. Wow. Yeah. So it's like the things that are no's end up actually being pretty big yeses. Yeah. So, you know, and then with this thing, I'm actually going out right now with a panel show. With a company. Mm-hmm. And if I'd gotten these things, maybe I wouldn't be able to do this panel show. And maybe this panel show will fucking change my life. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. So You're what's there? happening with that panel show? Can you say? Can you give an update on? So we, just have a, we just have a production company that wants to. So what, what happens so next? is Explain a, what the panel show. Can you explain? So what the, the panel show yeah. is a panel show. Um, I'm not going to explain too much, but it's going to be more of a no bullshit, fun um, alternative view panel show. But this is something that you created. That I this, created. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. And so we have a production company behind it. And the next step is is you go to the networks and the networks will look at it. Yeah. And if the networks want to, they'll put money to do a pilot Mm -hmm. or a sizzle that'll be small, but just to see like a little taste of it. Yeah. And then the next step is it goes through another million execs. I mean, the, 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 chances of a show getting made are so slim it's, it's truly a miracle it every really show is, is like 
uh, it's, it's a miracle. I, I'm fascinated by like the business story side of these shows because and these programs because you learn just how it, it the tiniest roadblocks can completely mm-hmm. shut something down. Like two of my friends, um, their shows they were in production. Yeah. With True TV, True TV got bought by TBS. TBS scrapped wow. all their stuff. I mean, that's the thing. You're like, uh, but we're making this. Nope. The money's already. They don't care. People. Nope. They yeah. keep the ones that go well, and then they they redo the whole network. That's just this business. I mean, there's so yeah. many so many unseen pilots. Yeah. Well, I you know, we have a friend who, I don't know if I can say this stuff or if this is like the behind closed doors kind of stories, but we have a friend who starred on a show that got through an entire season. It aired. It had lots of fanfare, lots of billboards, all of that shit. And then, and talk shows and everything else. And then after the first season, there were like multiple production companies involved with this show and they couldn't come to an agreement on payment for the second season. And so it didn't happen. That's insane. It's just like, that's insane. You know, it's that kind of shit where you just, and this is the stuff that I think people don't realize too. It's really interesting though, how I'm in the process of, this is like, I don't even think this is really what we're going to talk about today, but, it, no, but let's it's get into where it. we went. I think it's fascinating shit. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the business side of being an artist is real. Like when I was a book publicist, I would have all these authors who would come to me and they'd be like, oh, you know, I spent all this time writing this book. And all they think about is the time they spent writing the book. And I think that they never stopped and thought about their book as a business, which is really what it is. Yeah. And so regardless of whether you self-publish or you publish it yourself, are you publish <laughs> Self-publish. Or publish I did it, it again. You know, you know, it's been a while since we've done this podcast. So here's my opportunity to get my uh, weird little wordisms in. Mm-hmm. But like, um, you know, whether you self-publish or you go to a publisher and they publish it, um, you know, you have to. The real work begins after you write it. Like you, oh, you're, oh, your brain baby. You just, you just put out your little brain baby. Uh, yeah. Well, now let's. Now you gotta raise work. that puppy. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, true. It's true. It's just. Like, um, for example, we have friends on our show, Sunnyside on NBC. Mm, mm-hmm. It aired like two episodes, then it went straight to online. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just like you don't know. And then also this industry is not adapting Yeah. to whatever's changing. Dude, it's fascinating. This is a whole other episode we should talk about. Do you know about Quibi? I do. Quibi is buying so much shit right now. Oh, my God. So We're going to talk about Quibi. I, let's just say it real okay, quick okay. though because we just mentioned it but Quibi is this new network that's launching next year where it's like the people behind it is fucking crazy it's Jeffrey Katzenberg who's like yeah. the one of the big big mucky mucks of of TV yeah. and then there's uh, Steven Spielberg I think we all know who he is yeah. and Meg Whitman who if you don't know who she is she's behind DreamWorks eBay like so much Silicon Valley and LA shit um, they started Quibi, which is a one minute episode, short form. I mean, obviously it's short form, right? TV network. Yeah. And they've got big actors behind it too. Uh, Liam Hemsworth is going to have a show on Quibi. There's a, there's a, a lot. Having been in the rooms, every production company I, I would talk to was like, we just sold something to Quibi. We just sold <laughs> yeah. to Quibi. And Quibi's yeah. going to be huge, but they're doing it right where it's like short form, but in chunks. Yeah. And it's mobile so you, focused. Yeah. Um, I will say, though, when you did say all those names, I was like, 
Is this going to be a Howard the Duck situation? Kind of. I think it is. Where you have totally what, Steven Spielberg and George Lucas. I Two meeting of the minds. I would not be surprised. What do they get? Howard the Duck. <laughs> Howard the Duck did not do well. George <laughs> Lucas. She fucks a duck in that. <laughs> it's pretty fucking it's weird. It's weird. Oh, my God. He's an alien. He's a sassy alien duck, and you How? have sex with him? I know it's uh, George Lucas, and but And then they like, had a pedophile in that movie. Oh, they do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's pretty, it's like, it's, it's wild pretty amazing movie. how fucking weird that movie is. <laughs> um, and, you know, the thing that's funny is, like, I can't help but think how, like, 1996 Web 1.0, the name Quibi sounds. It does. It's so bad. Is it Q-U-I-B-Y? Q-U-I-B-I. Of course it is. There's no why. But if I sell what? a show to Quibi, it's my favorite thing, and it has the Wiser, best name ever. Wiser 2008. Just, that name is not good. It'll. I think it'll do really well. Or it could do, but it and it will. Mo- we're gonna move to. We're just moving to the. Inter- everything will be on the online. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, cable. You're gonna be gone. Yeah. Uh, I. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Halloween is coming. <laughs> anyway, I think it's cool. I think it's fascinating how that shit works. But Halloween is coming up. We'll do you know an, what we'll LA do an goes out for. We'll talk all about all about um that shit. About yeah, that side of it. I think it's we should have Damon on. <gasps> yes, His attitude. We so. should also. Well, we should also. Uh, we can do some like. Um, you know, because I feel like a lot of times, like this, this stuff is really hard, and you're like, oh, yeah. I, I feel like giving up. A Let's great, just plan the episode yeah. on the like, like uh, a while show, we're okay, like right Party now. Down. Yeah, is is a cult classic. Oh, it's a great show. Everyone said no to that show except Stars. Wow, Stars is like, okay, we'll do it. Sure, why not? Boom. So many good people in that show. So many good oh people God. in that Jane show. Oh my God, Jane Lynch. Woo. Ugh, there's Chef's just like kisses. there's so many shows like that that and that should be a testament to you guys that everyone said no on. Oh. Mm-hmm. And one son, one person said, "Let's take a chance." I mean, Broad City took forever to get on the air did it yeah and even had amy poehler behind it yeah and it still took two years to like be on the air wild so i'm just saying you guys don't take no for an answer don't take no for an answer unless it's from a woman right i was like well sometimes (laughs) you know consent (laughs) consent no nbc i don't (laughs) i don't accept (laughs) i'm not going to air online um so halloween is coming up what's your favorite costume you've ever done um, I was actually, it's funny, I tweeted this question yesterday, and oh. I was trying to think of my favorite costume I've ever done. First of all, I'm just going to um, come clean about something. I have definitely done costumes that now I would feel embarrassed, I feel embarrassed about because they were offensive. Did you do blackface? I did not do blackface, uh, but I did dress as a voodoo queen. Okay. A voodoo priestess. Okay. Which I didn't know what that really looked like, but I You're gave myself Maryland. a skeleton face. I don't know. Is a skeleton face bad or are you just like... No, I just... the I had a rubber chicken. Like, I just... I definitely, you know, yeah. I had a bone necklace. Well, I was the spirit of jazz one year. Yeah, and we both spirit of jazz, did But that's from... It's from a show from The Mighty Boosh. Oh, yeah. I wasn't just the spirit of I was jazz. just... That's a... I was like, wow, that's... <laughs> conceptual is spirit i actually haven't seen the mighty boosh so (laughs) explain what the spirit of jazz is and why it's offensive uh it's not it's not offensive but i did do uh making a skull on my face everything black skull on my face and then i wore a white top hat and a white suit okay and that's the character called the spirit of jazz okay um if you're a mighty boosh fan you'd get it um 
but it was like a f- it was a fun character. Is the character offensive? He's just a spirit of jazz. I know, but what, is, what does that mean? Is he he's black? He's just jazzy. No, is he's he, a skeleton. But is he a black skeleton? I don't think so. It's a British. Does he talk? Does he talk in an in an affectation that's supposed to be like AAVE? I don't think so. Okay. I think it was just like a British person's interpretation of a skeleton, a jazz skeleton. Okay. All right. Interesting. Yeah. British people shouldn't. I do didn't that. talk like that at all. You know, what, British people like, don't talk about jazz. <laughs> you guys don't get jazz. No jazz for you. <laughs> do you have another <laughs> one that you were uh, that was offensive? Um, did you have another one that was offensive? Not that I can think of, but that one, that's the one that I feel, um, ashamed about for sure. I would say, and and it's not like, oh, I carried this, uh, as a, as a chain around my neck. It's more like I look back at that and I see how much growth I had still. Would you have ever done a voodoo queen if you didn't like put makeup on or if you were just like. I don't even remember. I feel like I had almost everything in my closet yeah. for some reason or another. And so that's why that costume happened. It was a pretty thrown together thing. Would you have? Okay, Except for the, I obviously did not have a rubber chicken. Well, here's a question for this. <laughs> so Voodoo Queen, I'm also imagining is probably close to like uh, that just very like bright colors. Did you have like a little head? I did not stuff? have bright colors. Instead, I had what I had was this really cute. I'll just I'll describe. I don't know why I'm describing an offensive costume now, but I had like a black wiggle dress that had a leopard print bow on it. So yeah, it was kind of like jungly. And I told you, I didn't know what a voodoo queen looked like. Yeah. I just like. So it was your interpretation. Yeah, it was not good. I. Yeah. But this is the thing is like. I want to own these things openly because I think it's important to explain why it's bad. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't under, first of all, I didn't know shit about voodoo. I yeah. really loved the faint album where they went to Haiti <laughs> and wrote an album. That's all about that kind of, that's like as close as I got yeah, to, but you know, voodoo was invented in America. Well, no, that's not true. Um, there's cause there's, there's, roots of voodoo and i've done some research since then yeah. but yeah uh, but is it like the voodoo in afro-caribbean countries that we and, and actually from africa but is it the voodoo that we associate well, with it's new orleans i'm sure it's evolved yeah but okay. there's voodoo and there's also hoodoo but okay. um but yeah so i mean the roots go back to africa okay of course but i think the thing is that really i didn't realize how important it was to actually educate myself about it. Also, mm-hmm. the other thing is that because I, I mean, first of all, there's certainly nothing accurate about the costume that I created. Yeah. But also, too, like I didn't take into account that it's a it is a a black culture. It is. Yeah. It's somebody else's spiritual practice and belief and I made it into a costume and it's just not very respectful you know what I mean and so I think that's the thing is like that but also no I didn't do blackface but isn't it kind of blackface if I'm if I I mean I was a skeleton you're a skeleton I would say but I cut yourself some slack on that because you're a skeleton I don't but you are interpreting yes that culture a black culture yeah. and that's the thing is like it's not is it is it the same as blackface not exactly but it's not not and so i want to own that yeah. because i think that's the level of like i think that's the level of thoughtfulness we need to carry now you know what yeah. i mean and so and that's the shit that is hard like it's it's embarrassing and it and you feel bad about it but i also think um 
as the best thing you can do in those kind of scenarios is like you learn okay. from it. I've tweeted yesterday about this, by the way. Can I throw some devil's advocate things at you? No. Just a little bit. Don't. Come on. Don't do it. Would you be a rabbi? Oh, no. Okay. Well, but I'm also part Jewish. True. But no. Because I don't, because nobody knows I'm Jewish and I wasn't raised in it. That's a weird, that is a weird loophole. That's a weird loophole though. First of all, no, I think being a rabbi is a, not a great costume for me. You know, it could be the one that makes you shine. That's the one. Um, but I wouldn't, I never really thought about it, but also what if you're a modest Yahoo? I could be, well, he's not, he doesn't dress like that anymore, but, but that also is not my culture. Like I'm not. I'm not Jewish. I mean, like I am Jewish in the sense that it's in my blood, but I wasn't yeah. raised in that culture. And also there's like my personal culture is so deeply like <laughs> Protestant. Yeah. That and like waspy. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I don't think so. That is a, that is a good loophole, though. You did. You did give me a That wasn't devil's advocate. That was like, well, hmm. OK. Also, well, here's to this. If you love and respect, okay, because I know we live we live in L.A., mm-hmm. so we're going to see a lot of these. You love and respect the art and work of Frida Kahlo. Would yes. you dress up like Frida Kahlo? No. Okay. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, I can love and respect a lot of people that I don't think it's right to dress as. Okay. You know? I just think, I don't know. What about you? I think that, I think, here's what I think, is that doing the, like, the voodoo costume, it's a cultural thing. Doing yeah. a specific person where you're mm. like, I love and celebrate this person. You can, I think you can pull it off as like essence of, cause I was Prince for Halloween. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I loved Prince. I put in a lot of time to the costume. I love Prince. Will it bite me in the ass? Probably. I'm sure some people won't like it and say I can't, but I'm I also feel like, like, but I love Prince. Yeah. I mean, the, the challenge with that is like the, uh, that's a good one though, because Prince is black. Yeah. But but it wasn't like Prince had you weren't. It's not like you were wearing an afro. Like if you're wearing an afro, yeah. that's a no. I mean, I did wear uh, hair that had you wore Prince's hair. hair, but like, but yeah, but his hair looked like your hair. Yeah, no, his hair did not look like my hair. No, I guess you're he right. Like a weird kind of Jerry curl at that point. I think I had that, to think about his. I hair, think it's sorry. different. It's like, are you are you trying to like? Okay, clearly I was Prince. I didn't do blackface. Mm-hmm. I tried to be as true to the person as possible mm-hmm. and I love and respect Prince versus uh hey I'm gonna be a Mexican for Halloween yeah don't do that yeah I'm yeah. gonna put a poncho on and a hat and right. be like I oh, look at me like yeah. it's I feel like there's a difference between reverence for someone and joke and a joke and like yeah. so if you were like I don't know. It, it, it's just dicey. If you were, if you were like, man, I really respect and love this person and this mm-hmm. culture, I'm going to take the essence of what they were and be like, I love, I, I respect this person. Sure. Cause I feel like for some people, that's also a way to like memorialize them is yeah. to become them. Yeah. So, so I don't know. I feel like I've thought about the Prince costume one as mm-hmm. a regrettable. And then I'm kind of like, nah, I mean, I don't. Prince is an interesting one because I think that, uh, it, yeah, it's like, no, if it was almost anybody else, I'd be like, yeah, that probably shouldn't, you probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> but like Prince is, I think you can, I think you're right. I think you can get the essence of Prince without like having to do, without doing blackface. Like, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. 
Hmm. It is. I mean, I, I guess it is weird. It's a weird like because it is about the thing about cultural appropriation is like, yeah, are you respecting the culture or yeah. are you just are you taking from it? Yeah. Well, and I think, but that's the other thing is like, okay, so that's true, but I think there's more nuance to it, which okay. is that, you know, it is also yes. Is it are you appropriating or are you celebrating? That's yeah. true, but also the next part of that is. Are you are you benefiting from co-opting someone else's culture? Yeah, and I think that's the other thing. Is it's like those are two sides to cultural appropriation. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, so I mean, and like in a Halloween sense, I think you know there's a stretch to that, right? But yeah. like for example, if someone was like, well, like a white person was like, well, I wear. Okay, people get really mad about white people with dreads, for example. Yeah. So that's an easy one. Or like white people who get who become like hip hop stars or yeah. whatever. And, and there's different people feel different kinds of ways about that. I'm watching uh, rhythm and flow right now, by the way. And it's such What's a good one? show. Oh, oh, talk about getting seen, watching the sausage get made. It is a, um, it's a contest, a hip hop contest reality show on, um, Netflix. Yeah. And it has Cardi B. Ooh, fuck. I love her. I think by the way, I don't know if this is a controversial statement. I don't care. I think Cardi B is like a young Dolly Parton. Okay. Yep. She's an entertainer. Okay. And a, and a, and a, and a brilliant musician. Um, so it's, it's a uh, Cardi B tip who's TI mm-hmm. and, um, uh, 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 chance the rapper are the judges and it's so good. Yeah. But it's interesting because they do have this one white guy who's a rapper who has been in the, uh, one of the contestants and they're just like, okay, you got to overcome the whole I'm the white guy in the scene and tell us who you actually are. Yeah. Like, you know, and it's just like, anyway, sorry, that's a big rabbit hole, but it's a great <laughs> show. You should really watch it. The thing I love the most about it is like, they really get into this, the like struggle as a creative person and like giving yeah. up control and like when to give up control and when to take advice and when not to take advice. Yeah. And it's really good. Um, <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I just need a lot think, of time to be sick. Oh my and watch god, I've watched everything that exists on Netflix, <laughs> every single thing. I watched a lot of Australian reality shows too. Oh hell yeah! And dramas. I'm really now. I want to go to Australia. Um, Me too. Yeah, let's do it. I rabbit hole so hard. So, I don't know okay, what I was so, talking about. Um, <laughs> so finding the fine line between respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and. Uh, Fetishize. I guess I would right. call it fetishize. But it's like if you're like, but you have to be aware of these things too. Like yeah. the white guy in the hip hop show is a great example of that, right? Like he is keenly aware that he is a white man in in what is something from black culture. Yeah. Right. And um, he has to walk through this being super aware. You hope that he has an awareness about what he and respect for like what he is stepping yeah. into. But then he's also telling. But then you're saying that the judges are also saying like drop. Like drop that and be yourself. Yeah, that's so it's kind of interesting. It's like, well, and then that's the other part of it is like, if you benefit from it, how do you communicate that? How do you convey that? And how do you also not only how do you communicate and convey that you understand that, but also like, how do you walk that line? Like, how do you make sure that you never step into disrespect? Yeah. And I think it's I think really it's case by case basis. Yeah. You know, I think maybe it might be a little beyond our scope too to get to the nitty gritty uh, of it. You're right, which I understand. I feel, but I also we feel sure like are two women I talking about like... two white women talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> but I also feel I feel like that 
we live in a, a culture that does need a little bit more of understanding and benefit of the doubt. I do too. That like if someone like if someone came across your voodoo queen, yeah, um, would you know either list and then ask you about it and mm-hmm. be like, "Hey, what's up?" and would listen to you, versus that they would post it on social media and be like, right. "This person hates our culture" or whatever. Right. You know what it is. So, I think having the conversation is good, um, but I also feel like, uh, yeah, I guess it's just like we should probably talk to someone with the experience (laughs) yeah and I think that just like for me as a general rule I think the easiest way to sort of simplify your thinking on this stuff is just to always ask yourself am I being respectful yeah it's like if you keep it that simple it's really easy to I mean not that there aren't possible snake pits in that still but like it's a lot easier to make the right decision if you ask yourself am I being respectful well here's this is something that I kind of get in get into a little bit of existential drama about in my head is like so like when I was in New Orleans a few years ago um they have these outdoor markets and they have like these dresses and prints of and like uh skirts that have like beautiful African prints yeah and it's like I really like it it's gorgeous I want to buy it but I'll it'll it's culturally appropriating but to that person who's selling it they're right. like Buy it. I mean, we've all heard that. And that's fine. Buy it for someone else. I mean, that's the way but I, I want to wear it, right? it. I like it. I mean, I think that context is really important, right? Like, yeah. I don't think it's a good idea for you or I to walk around L.A. wearing a sari. But if we go to an <laughs> Indian wedding, it's extremely appropriate for us to wear Indian wedding outfits, right? Yeah. So it's like that's it, context is always going to be important and scenarios. I, I have a friend who is um, amazing. She does a lot of work in social justice in Detroit to the point where she actually quit her job as a school administrator to go back to school for, to become a lawyer because she felt that she's, she's a black woman working in the school system in Detroit and felt like the, her black students were not getting a fair shake. So she's going back to school to become a lawyer so that she can in the future represent kids like that. Yeah. It's like, she's fucking amazing. But she sent me um, like a cover up set from an, uh, a black designer in Detroit and I opened it and I was like, Oh, this is African print. I don't know. I wore it once. And then I was like, I just, I don't feel like this is for me. And so, you know, I just feel like it's not, it's for somebody else and that's okay. It's not like my, I'm never, I'm not going to like, first of all, I'm not going to die and on my deathbed be like, if only I could wear African prints, you know, (laughs) right? It's like, I don't think that, I think a lot of times, like psychologically, when we talk about this stuff, what we don't like, especially as white people who often, who are not necessarily used to being told no. Yeah. (laughs) We don't, what we, it's not even about the thing. It's really like, I don't want you to tell me I can't have that. Yeah. Right. Like there's so many people who are like, well, why can't I t- say the N word? It's like, no, what's wrong with you? Like, yeah, just what do you, why do you want that so bad? It's only because people don't like to be limited and they don't like to be told no. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's okay. At, you have to kind of ask yourself, like, is my world, is my life ending? Is my world over? If I, yeah. I would actually really like to, and then, uh, well, I might cut this if you want me to, but, um, so you had that woman design the dress for Dulce. Yeah. I would love to hear, she does African design. I would love to hear like what her world in that, because she's dealing specifically with that world. I want to hear how she deals with that stuff. Well, it's interesting. I mean, I, 
I would never put words in her mouth. It would be very interesting. So her business is called Anit Cuts. If you guys want to check her out on Instagram, she made a beautiful dress. Oh my god, oh a my beautiful god. gown for the Emmys that yeah. did not make it on the red carpet because I some kind that. of weird administrative <laughs> bullshit. This just goes back to like all of the things that happen that people never see. Like yeah, but your other dress, the other dress, uh, made it into Vogue and all of these other yeah. places, right? The one from Christy Seidel Thompson. Um, for Kristen Bartlett. Yeah. Kristen Bartlett and uh, looked so, so glam and was like in nylon and Vogue and like mm-hmm. E news, like all of these and Jezebel and like so many great places that put her on best dress list. And it was amazing. And Dulce, I was, I would, I honestly would have bet money up yeah. until, uh, I saw that she wasn't in Getty. <laughs> I would have bet money that Dulce would have made it on best dress lists. 100%. She wasn't allowed on the red carpet, and so it was dead on arrival. It's like the I dress didn't exist. I don't understand why. I don't know. I don't know. Ugh. Still to this day, nobody knows. But for whatever reason, the entire cast of The Daily Show wasn't allowed on the red carpet at the Emmys. Yeah. So, that's which they were so nominated. Weird. They were nominated. So, you know, anyway, it's like that's the kind of stuff that happens. But so the the designer for... Dulce's dress was a neat cuts. Yeah. And she, um, but she also did, didn't she do her, the dress for like her, the kind of the after party? No, no, no. That was a different designer. Okay. Um, for the pre party that was Ray Darton out of Oakland. Okay. Another African designer. Yeah. So, um, and that picture yeah. is in Getty at least. Thank God. But <laughs> it just drives me crazy. Um, but you know, yeah, I, I could never put words into her mouth. I, I, the thing that I will say is that I'm not sure that I've ever seen a white person in, in one of, um, the Anit Cuts gowns. Yeah. So, you know, she is, she is marketing primarily to a black audience. Yes. Yeah. So. I wonder, I just want to like, I would love to know more about like that world mm-hmm. and like, first of all, I do love those prints. And mm-hmm. second of all, like what? What it is when you are marketing to a specific right. um, demographic and yeah. what that entails. And then, you know, just like, yeah, I would like, because this is this is a conversation for them, not for, uh-huh. it's a conversation for us. Totally. But it's also more it's conversation more for, for them. It's more for us to listen. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to listen to them. I, yeah. I mean, I think that these are, there's lots, and there's lots of stuff on the internet to read and probably, I'm sure there's videos and other podcasts we could listen to yeah. too, but I definitely think that there are, that is, that is a challenge when you're like, God, this is so beautiful. Here's a question for you. Bring mm-hmm. it back to Halloween. Um, I, I have a friend who is, um, blonde, mm-hmm. white, blue eyes. Yeah. And also is half Mexican. Yep. And she has worn like sombreros and ponchos and mustaches yeah. And it's interesting to me because I would see that and I'd be like, ooh. Yeah. But then I'd also know that she is half Mexican. So in and this is not a question for you of like, do you think this is appropriation or not? But I think it's like uh, as <laughs> trademark, ooh, good white people. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, would you could you see your like if you saw that person at a party, what would you think? Um. My initial response would be yikes, but mm-hmm. but that then goes to another conversation of like because we're so visually like well that person looks that way so mm-hmm. they're allowed to do that. 
then it stops us from getting into who that person is. So if I asked that person, mm -hmm. I wouldn't be like, hey, why are you wearing the Mexican outfit? Right. And then their response would be like, I'm half Mexican. Yeah. And then I'd be like, great. As a white person, I okay this outfit. Right. I know that's um, the thing. It's like, what, do you, would you even say anything is my but question. But I really, mean, I, I wouldn't, I don't, I'm very much like, I just don't say anything. I'm yeah. like, it's not, I don't, I don't want to be that person that's like, A, because I got policed for mm -hmm. my, for things I say mm -hmm. um, and people not actually knowing my background. Yeah. And saying the things that I'm saying are, are wrong, but then I'm like, oh, they're not because you actually don't know who I Interesting. am. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and then also I just had the experience of I dated someone who didn't look uh, the stereotypical mm -hmm. race of theirs mm -hmm. and having hearing their stories mm -hmm. and how that's difficult for them. It's just like yeah. it is like it's such a fine line of like as a white person, you're like, I don't want like I'm not going to be part of that right. thing. But then we can't be policing because we also don't know because we're just making snap visual judgments yeah. of someone. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it's just like, I don't know. I kind of just go by the philosophy of my life is like, you. Wow. Yeah. OK. I'm just not. Yeah. Oh, that's a thing. And then just whatever. I mean, if I saw your friend at the party. Yeah. And was just wearing her outfit and I'd be like, oh, all right. If uh, they were making like derogatory slurs, yeah. I'd be like, hey, man, what's up? And then be like, oh, I'm Mexican. Don't worry about it. And I'd be like, oh, okay. Same way as like when I'm on stage, I'm talking about Jews. I say, I'm a Jew. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And I have to set that up. Right. Or else right, people right. are like, why is she saying these things? Yeah. I think it's really interesting because, uh, you know, I think about this stuff because I'm always, I think that we're still trying to figure out the right ways to be respectful. This goes back to like, what's the right way to call someone out or call someone in and should you be yeah. calling out or should you be calling in or should you be saying anything at all? Is it your place? And, um, there was, well, instead there, of calling you know, out, asking questions, asking questions, I think that's is a the, great that's, place instead to of being like, Hey, you're not allowed to wear that. But also, Hey, why are you wearing that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I would say like, what's the question? Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 like, it would Hey, be are like, you Mexican? <laughs> you <know? laughs> Probably don't ask that. <laughs> You know? Yeah, it's just like, oh, that's a really interesting outfit. Yeah. Why are you wear like what's yeah. the inspiration? Oh my whatever. Yeah. Um, I think that's that is we just don't ask enough questions because we are very much good like in a visual society. Yeah. Obviously. Making visual snap judgments. And I think that yeah, like having dated someone and then having heard things that people were saying about that person I was mm -hmm. dating mm -hmm. and having my mind blown that like Yeah. I was just like, that's a crazy thought, but that's, that's what goes through. Like, mm -hmm. um, I had someone ask, I mean, I might cut this, but uh. I had someone ask whether or not my boyfriend was allowed to get, uh, affirmative action because they don't look <gasps> black. Somebody fucking asked you that? Yeah. First of all, are you supposed to be the... Are you supposed to answer that? You're like, <laughs> I don't... I know. Why is, why is that for me to ask? I don't know. Let me ask him. Like, what? <laughs> hey, babe. Uh, hey. Uh, did you get a fruit <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, no? Okay. What let me the go, fuck? Let me go tell this person. I think, like, uh, that one's a little actually very cut and dry to me because the answer in that is, like, no, fuck you with that question. So, fuck then, you and your fucking question. Well, then maybe it is also at the same time. I mean, that's an extreme version. Yeah. But then it's, like, so I'm being, like, hey, are you allowed to wear that Mexican outfit? Because mm -hmm. you don't look Mexican to me. Right. So it's just, like, 
yeah, we just don't ask enough questions. Yeah. To to be like, okay, and understand. Yeah. I think that's just a theme in this culture is that there is very little understanding. Very well, little think, questions asked. You know, going back to the thing with like the friend who's blonde hair, blue eyes, uh, who is Mexican. I think there's this other thing. And this is the thing is like, uh, I'm going to say one thing and then I'm going to uh, back up a little but bit. But then can I say one thing? Yeah. Is that we're also assuming that all Mexicans are the Indian Mexicans. There's plenty of Mexicans who emigrated from Spanish culture well, or Italian or Jewish even. So it's y- like, yeah, but it can be layered yes. into a whole, it can be a whole, and I'm not saying that that's I right. I was like, yeah, I'm but just saying that the it's Spanish, like, the reason that they're, you know, the Spanish were conquerors. So it's like, yeah, but <laughs> it's not but, good. But during the war, a lot of colonizers. A, during the war, a lot of German Jews went to Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. So also a lot of Mexi- German Nazis went yeah. to South America, but we wouldn't call them. But like, are they not Mexican? Are they not Mexican? That's a different. Yeah. No. So that's different. I mean, they are, but that's a, we're talking about something different, though. Okay. Because that's the difference between, like, race, ethnicity, origin. Like, that's, yeah. that's a totally different thing. You know, that's that you're talking about, like, is, is the, it would be the same thing as being like, okay, well, there's lots of people of lots of different races and cultures that are American. Yeah. That's different from saying, like, they're Mexican. When we are talking about somebody who... I see what you're saying, and there's lots of ways in which the colonizers certainly like changed things in in the yeah. you know, but that's a different story. But the thing is, like with the friend who is has blonde hair and blue eyes, um, but is Mexican. the The first thing is, is she benefiting from being white passing? I mean, mm-hmm. she's half white, so it's all she's white passing, but she's also white. Yeah. Um, is she benefiting from whiteness? And the answer is undoubtedly yes. Yeah. Right. So there's that component. The other component, though, is as a white person myself, am I even really helping? How much am I actually helping and how much am I actually virtue signaling? Right. Yes. Like, I think that's the other thing is like the first question is always, am I being respectful as possible? And then the second question is, is this my place? And yeah. then the third question is, am I doing this for myself? Yeah. Or am I actually doing this because I care? You know, yeah. and it's not, and sometimes that answer is not so cut and dry. Yeah. But like, um, an example, can we get into your comedy example or no? Um, well, one, I just want one thing before we get into that is just like, yeah, it is. It's a question of, um, as being white people, in that world of like trademark good white people good white people or very good white people just like but but yeah like but then again like again is it our place to being policing right something that we are frankly unless we ask the question unsure of that we're assuming i think that a lot of white people get into appropriation like and love calling it out because it's easy yeah that's what i really think and i'm not and i and i include myself in that i think that i have look there's it doesn't mean that you shouldn't call it out when you see it, but it's actually the thing that I see a lot of white people do. I'm going to, I'll give an example. I was, there's a Facebook group, uh, inspired women of LA. Yeah. And some, this woman who was wearing, posted a picture of herself. She's gorgeous. And was basically like, I need someone who does braids here. My braids are fucked up. Yeah. And, but she was very, very white passing to, to some people who saw her. Yeah. And, all you see is this block of like fucking popcorn memes and shit from white women and white women being like, 
oh, I'm following this thread, you know, turning the follows on or whatever. Yikes. And, and also just like trying to call out appropriation when in reality she was like, have none of you seen a black Jew before? Because yeah. I'm half black. And there were all of these black women on it who were like, what the fuck are you doing? And it's just like, I looked at that and I was like, like that's you, what I'm saying. That's like, a bunch of white women coming to virtue signal and yeah. not actually doing the work. Yeah. And it was educational for me to see that because I know I've been them. Yeah. I know I have. And it's this like self-righteous, oh, I'm, I'm not even really doing anything by calling this out. Yeah. So it's for myself. Yeah. I'm a good white person. I know what appropriation looks like. <laughs> you know? I, I just think it's such a, it's, it's a, there's so many different layers yeah. to it. There's so many different layers and it is like, you know, what is it? And it is, and you know, so much of it is going to be based on like visual on visuals yeah. too of like, yeah. which is also unfair. Yeah. Which is like, you know, um, I've just, you know, this gets into the conversation of privilege. It gets mm-hmm. into the conversation, all that stuff. And then some of this stuff I feel like really does just separate, um, separate us from knowing the person because yeah. we're able to put so many different labels yeah. on it. So in I, the case of your friend of like yeah. being a, you know, half white, half Mexican, but white passing, mm-hmm. you know, we're putting all these things onto her. Right as like well you're white passing but we but we're missing the experience of your friend and i don't know what your friend's experience of life is but she may be very white yeah she's she, a very white experience a, so, <laughs> she but, is yeah very privileged white yeah, experience but she might you know but we also she might not and then it's, it's just like we're we're missing the point yeah and then and it all it all gets distilled down to us being like you shouldn't be wearing a sombrero right. that's and the then, thing is it's like you know and this is the thing is you're exactly right is that's the thing is like we will we we will especially as quote unquote good white people yeah. trademark it um will sit there and and obsess over the fact that she wore a sombrero and never actually have the real conversations or do the real work around like what does it mean for somebody to how what is her lived experience as somebody who's white passing but actually has yeah um you know like has latino heritage and what and and also like is it our place yeah i think and that's the thing that's like a really interesting is that and also the example of the woman with braids it was like um you don't want to be the person who's erasing somebody else's heritage yeah. and someone else and, and denying them access to that. It is definitely not your place as a white person to do that. I think this mine. is, this is <laughs> my uh, take on life is like, uh, ignore, <laughs> uh, not my business. Yeah. Um, and if I want to make it my business, I'll ask if I can make this my business. I think everybody's activism is a little different. And I would not ignore, but no, it's like, I, I know it's not. I'm just like, uh, I, I think know. it's like the, here's the thing that I would like, I've been thinking about a lot is, is I'm not seeing that it's incredibly helpful most of the time. Mm-hmm. Not, not all the time, but most, a lot of times I think it's just, first of all, we have to think more critically about what we're doing in our activism. Right. Yeah. We have to think about why the why matters so much. Yeah. But also, I think it's like, what is the good that you are doing? Not like there's so much of the like, um, it's calling out is easy. Yeah. Elevating other people's voices takes more work and effort. Yeah. But that's the work that needs to be done. So it's like at the end of the day, I'm not saying 
that we shouldn't talk about appropriation or that we shouldn't like try to change it. Yeah. But I think that it's gotten to a point where white people, it's a, it's kind of like it's become its own version of like slacktivism. Yeah. And, uh, I just like really slack, like the app <laughs> or yeah, like slacking chat, chat like slacky, <laughs> like slack, like lazy slack. Cause I feel is like, like a, I feel like slack also it's a, it's a, chat system for work but i also feel like <laughs> that loves quick like it's just quick group it, chat yeah. i mean i guess it, it could, could be. work for both okay yeah it actually could i like your double entendre call yeah. out yeah entendre <laughs> uh yeah i think it's slacktivism i think that um it doesn't mean it's not valuable but it but the value is um getting a little bit hurt. yeah it is actually getting hurt in the process because we are we are doing it as a lazy shorthand of like, hey, see, I'm a white person who knows what appropriation looks like when yeah. I see it. You know, it's like, thanks. I just, I just <laughs> for wonder though. I wonder though if like sometimes though our own, uh, our own whiteness and not wanting to gets in the way. Does the opposite effect where it gets in the way of us actually making a difference? Well, I think yeah, that's the, that's the, that's like a I'll, great way of putting like it. I'll say for like for fat activism, um, I think for a lot of as like fat women we want our activism to look a certain way. And then when a skinny person comes in, mm. we're like, what are you doing here? But the fact is people are going to listen to that skinny person. I know. So like someone like Jamila Jamil, who Jamila Jamil or whatever. Jamila whatever. Jamil. Yeah. I love her. I think she's a great. I do too. Fat but, activist. But yeah, but she's in a she's thin body. And she's not a fat activist. She's, oh, she's an like active. She's a, a body, body, a body positive activist, activist yeah. which she's in a thinner body. Mm-hmm. So I understand, but, at the moment, I mean, she's doing a lot because people will listen to her. Yeah. And yet at the same time, was it appropriate for her to be the host, guest host of uh, Curvy Con? Maybe not. Was you she know? the guest host of Curvy yeah. Con? Or she could probably be like a guest. But this is the I thing. I wouldn't know of a guest like, host. Yeah. And so that's the thing. I still think she's doing, she actually, she talks about this in a podcast she did where she's like, I know, she's like, she's like I know I'm not in a bigger body. Yeah. But, and she says, like, the people in bigger bodies don't want to listen because they think that I'm appropriating it. But the smaller body people, you know, at the same time are, like, doing the opposite of, like, but you're not in that body. And she's Mm -hmm. like, but I have, I still have a, you know, uh, opportunity and a voice to make it easier because no one's listening to the bigger bodied people. Yeah, I think that that's true. I also think that it's, she's a great example of how, you're gonna fuck up. Yeah. You're gonna have moments where you realize like, oh, am I representing somebody whose voice I actually need to elevate instead of uh, use my voice to elevate theirs rather than talk for them. But the other, so that's one thing. Cause you know, it is, I love the example of the skinny person in the fat, in the (laughs) fat activist space. Well, it's Um, also like I listened to a podcast, Christy Harrison, who is a, a haze nutritionist mm -hmm. and like health at every size, health at every size and body positivity. And also, but you know, also like body acceptance and all this stuff. And she's in a thinner body and Mm -hmm. and knows it. She talks about her privilege, but she, the point is that people aren't going to listen to a fat nutritionist. Yeah. Uh, well, they do. They do, but but fat people listen to a fat nutritionist. Yes. Then people oh, rarely do. Then people will be like, mm-hmm. "Oh, but you're fat." Meanwhile, she at least has this ability to. She can like her podcast can benefit. Yeah. More, and it's yeah. unfortunate. It's just kind of the life that we live. So it's like, 
can us can us as white people if we're too much into i don't want to offend then right. we limit the right. ability we can to help yeah well and i, I think that the jamila jamil example is so good because uh i don't even with all of the pushback and the like learning and unlearning she'll Sorry, have I was to do like, clenching oh. this thing don't like, clench i was Ugh, passion my hand my hand hurts <laughs> it hurts so i'll give you an advil after this um yeah she is such a good example though because it's like she shouldn't stop she shouldn't yeah. take her ball and go home just because she's made mistakes and gotten called out publicly for it. Yeah. She should learn from those mistakes, own up to them, acknowledge them, grow from them and keep going. And yeah. so and that's yeah. So it's a great Halloween is a great time of year to be having these conversations. It's because true. We all will go to the bar and see the thing <laughs> and wonder what we're supposed to do. Yeah. Hey, should we end this out with a fun, a fun game? We'll do the fun game. I might just break this into two episodes. Why not? And maybe, I mean, this is just, okay, for my own like, I think everybody should get a long episode because we've been gone for a you long time. Do you think so? Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah, save yourself the work. Okay, you're All right. right. I'm tired. We're going to play a game. Okay. This was your idea, and I love it. So, look, I love Halloween. We, you know, but, you know, once you're over the, is my costume uh, going to offend anyone, then you can get into the world of, like, all right, now, let's get into the fucking costume. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. But here's the thing. A lot of costumes are trademarked. Yes. Characters A lot of things you want to be in characters, trademarked. How do these companies get around these trademarks? Also, there are some real... So I have a bunch of examples. Okay. You're going to um, guess what they are based on the name. Okay. The the trademarking. So they make these wacky names, right? But yep. also, I have some curveballs in here that are not trademarked things. Oh. I found some things that are just, it's a costume that someone came up with that okay. you're like, wow, someone got real high. Can I just say all my first jobs were Halloween stores since I was really? 14? Really? 14. I had no idea. 15, 16. I only worked at like Halloween Expresses. Oh my God. Illegally. I was not supposed to be yeah. allowed to walk, work when I was 14. But Perfect. They were like, oh, okay. Yeah. I loved it. Wow. I bet you, did you get, did you get a, did you get a store discount? I did. What did you get? What did you get? Um, um, I just get like wigs and shit. I loved wigs. Um, I still love wigs. I still wear wigs all the time. Yes, you do. I get hot in wigs. I, mean, I get hot too. too easily. I need to pay someone else to sweat for me one day. Um, so I found some real funny okay. examples here. I'm going to name it. You're going to guess what it is. Okay. So this first one is not a trademark. It's not. This is just a real costume. This is a real costume where I was like, wow, someone thought of that. Okay. Um, adult happy cactus. I'm guessing it's a dick cactus. You're right. Yeah. You are right. <laughs> it is. It's just a <laughs> cactus with a set of balls. It's a ca- <laughs> what a succulent. Wow, that was a good one. That's a good succulent. You said adult. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here is, this is another one not trademarked. Okay. Men's down for the count. This is a fucked up looking wrestler of some kind. Ooh, that's a good guess. Or like a boxer. That, you're way off. What is it? It's a, a vampire getting his, his, his a dick A vampire sucked. getting his dick sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Down for the count. Down for the count. That's so good. Please send me that. That's so weird. It's so weird. All right. Now can we're getting the trademark. Okay. If I wore that, can I wear that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think you can. I think, I I think you should. <laughs> First of all, if we're talking about cultural appropriation, you are, yeah, 
I'm already in trouble with the gypsy community. We'll talk about that later. That's a word. That word's a slur. We'll talk about that. Is it still a slur? It's always going to be. It's not like, is it still? What is it? It's Roman. Wait, but is it? You said it was traveler. I don't think they're traveler. Well, traveler is a term that they use. Okay. So. So I apologize. Well, either way, I'm already in trouble with that community. They don't like me. Yeah. Well. It's fine. Well, even with my Eastern European, maybe she learned something. Maybe she earned it. Maybe she didn't. We'll no, talk, who knows? We'll get into it. Um, all right, here's another one. Here's this is what I think is that okay. I've I I know that like in when I was much younger, uh-huh. did jokes that were not appropriate. Aha! Uh-huh. And I apologize. Yes. But what I do know is that that apology will not be enough for some people. That's true. You will. That so is that's true. That's what and I'll that's say. something sometimes people gotta own. Yeah. Yeah. It's like well. If I tell you that I have a voodoo costume and you decide that you never want to forgive me for it, I get it. But it's also like forgiveness at some point is like, okay, that's like your, your stuff. I've, I've cleaned up my side of the street. Yeah. You cleaned up your side of the street. You said you were sorry and you know that was wrong and you did the work. And if someone's still like, I don't like you, then you're like, what can I do? Yeah. You can't do anything about it. You can't make someone like you. Yeah. You you have to accept it. I cleaned my side of the street. I think it's acceptance and it's understanding. You understand where it's coming from. All right. Here's another guessing thing. Okay. This one is trademarked. Okay. Funny tuxedo. Funny tuxedo. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this is going to be um, Dumb and Dumber. Yes. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Wow, you're good at this. Okay. All right. I used to work at a Halloween store. This one, this one has a good hint in the name, but it's a toughie. Okay. Love don't cost a thing costume. Love don't cost a thing costume. A, yeah, I'll say this is a women's costume. Ooh, man. Um, no idea. J-Lo. Oh, the my famous God. Versace. It's the famous J-Lo one. That, that doesn't mean dress. any. Is that a J-Lo song? I actually don't think it oh, is. Oh, does my love don't cost a thing. I Is it? Is it a J-Lo my song? My love don't cost oh. a thing. Wait, yeah. I think you just... I think you okay. I think what? those are two different songs. No, that's a song. Is it? No, if I know it is, but I. Me, yes, you don't. If you want to spend oh, yeah. cash, I won't. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Even yeah. if you were broke, my love don't. But is that J Lo? It must thing. be. That's J Lo. I just don't remember, man. I'm I'm getting rusty. <laughs> All right, spooky family daughter. Oh, Wednesday from the Adams yes! family. Yes. Oh my God, you're so good at this. I would not guess <laughs> any of these. I think this one's kind of easy. Spooky family daughter. I know that's pretty good. <laughs> All right, I got I got one. Okay, okay. I think this one's easy. What? Miss Dead Receptionist. Miss Dead Receptionist. Yeah. Okay, oh. this is the one I thought you were gonna get. Miss Dead Receptionist. Um Oh my god, I have no idea. Really? Okay, it's uh it's Beetlejuice. Oh, I thought for a minute it was going to be Beetlejuice. Yeah. It's funny because she actually uh, has, instead of the, like, Miss, I forget what her, where she was from, but uh, it just says Miss Receptionist on her (laughs) little title. All right. This one's easy. Kansas Girl Deluxe. (laughs) These names. I know. Um, Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Kansas Girl Deluxe. You know what's funny about that that is? That sounds like a drink. (laughs) at the Kansas Girl Deluxe. What's funny about that one too is like oh these costumes I think the thing that I find so funny is like it does it's like a meaty skirt it's you know and yeah but like she's wearing full on silver heels. Oh. She's not even like wearing ruby slippers. Shoes. Oh my god. 
She's wearing excellent <laughs> shoes, but they're might be not someone else's legs. Outfit. It literally might be they just put someone else's legs on there. That's funny. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think that's what happened. Okay. All right. Sex. This one's easy. Sexy Sedusa. Medusa. Yeah. A sexy Medusa. Yeah. Let's see. That is a very sexy Medusa. Yeah. Sexy Sedusa. All right. This is a. This is not trademarked. Okay. This is a weird one. Okay. This is a real weird one. Piggyback frog carry me sad frog mascot. <laughs> what? <laughs> Piggyback frog. This is a weird one. <laughs> is there a, a frog on your back? It's you're a, dressed as a pig? You're getting a piggyback ride from Pepe the Frog. <laughs> Piggyback frog. So carry me sad frog mascot. It's Fancy like dress somehow <laughs> offensive. <laughs> Somehow offensive, right? Yeah. All right. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who thought of that? Piggyback frog. You know what? Sad frog carry me to Luxembourg. Right? <laughs> okay. Who thought oh, of that? Oh, man. What's the next one? All right. 80s space superstar. This is trademark. This is uh, <laughs> David Bowie. Yes. <laughs> Billy Holiday. What? It looks. I kind of want this. That's a good one. A good one, right? I kind of yeah. want it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ziggy Stardust. This one tells you nothing, so I want okay. to see. Deluxe adult gray suit. <laughs> what? Yeah. Just a gray suit. Yeah. <sighs> the penguin from Batman. You know, not the worst guess, but it's um, it's Mini Me or or Doctor. Oh my God. <laughs> or Doctor. Uh, Doctor Evil. Doctor Evil. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess it depends on which one. Could be both. Gray suit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here's a kid's costume. Okay. Kids candy creator. Willy Wonka. Yes. Yep. I cannot believe how good you are at this. <laughs> kids this is candy amazing. Candy creator. <laughs> That's uh, another that name. This one makes me laugh. Sad frog. Piggyback sad- Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> Piggyback <laughs> Carrie frog. Okay, okay, what's the next one? Still pretty lady. Still pretty lady. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, still pretty lady. Yeah. Um, is going to be still pretty lady. <laughs> um uh is it Disney? No. Oh, okay. Definitely not Disney. No. Uh-uh. Um the I'll give you a hint. Okay. It's like almost 30 years old. Almost 30. Or pretty, or maybe it is 30 years Um, old. Tootsie? (laughs) That's terrible. Oh, no. What is still pretty Mrs. Doubtfire? No. um, Sorry. I think that was. uh, No. It's it's Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman? Yeah. Oh, still pretty lady. Still pretty lady. Still pretty. I feel like they missed an opportunity because I would have gone with Death Becomes Her. That's what I was thinking, which I also yes. just watched that movie. Such a good movie. Ugh, so good. That's one of my favorite Halloween movies. Yeah. Yeah. That and Hocus Pocus. Uh, this one's offensive. Okay. But funny. Men's Arabian folk hero. Lawrence of Arabia? Uh. Oh, it's Aladdin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why the Lords of Arabia. Men's Arabian folk hero. Why is why did that come to my mind? I know. 
I don't know. Are you saying British colonialism? That's what I was like, uh... All right. Nightmare Killer Doll. Chucky. Yeah. 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 It's actually really cute. It's a sexy Chucky, though. It's a sexy Chucky girl, and she's not... She doesn't have the hair. No, she has little pigtails. She's cute. Little pigtails, yeah. All right. Um... There's a lot of versions of this one that have funny names because there's just just are. Okay. Villainous Vixen. Villainous Vixen. Villainous Vixen. Yeah. Cat not Catwoman. Yeah. A Catwoman? It's Catwoman. Or sort of a version of Oh, Catwoman. okay. Sinister Spellcaster. Ooh. Um I'll give you a hint. This is it's a sexy costume. It's a sexy Is it just like a sexy witch? Close. Or is it uh, Sexy Maleficent? Um, It's not. It okay. is not. No. Do you want one more guess? Yeah, um, Sexy Spellcaster. Uh, a Sexy Merlin. <laughs> <laughs> it's Hermione. Oh, it's Hermione. <laughs> okay. Sinister Spellcaster. But that's Slytherin. Those are She's... Slytherin colors. Oh. Bullshit. Hmm. Yes. Okay. This one you won't get at all. Okay. Horror honey. Horror honey? Yeah. Um, Hara. Hara honey. Hara honey. Okay. Um, is it from a movie? Yeah. Um, give me a clue when this movie was made. Um, close to 30 years ago. 30 years ago. Um, Somewhere around there. Carrie. No, it is Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice? <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is an easy one. Okay. Tuxedo bunny. <laughs> Wait, what? Tuxedo Bunny. Who from Roger Rabbit? No, it's Playboy Bunny. Oh, it's a Playboy Bunny. Okay. <laughs> All right, here's another. So my hint is it's a woman's costume. Okay. Poisonous villain. Poison Ivy. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. Okay, pretty sexy. Daddy's Little Disaster. Whoa. Ooh. Daddy's Little Disaster. Mm-hmm. Um... I will say this this came out in movie form very recently, like in the last few years. Oh. Uh shit. Boss baby? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh no, I I'll give you one more hint. It's Daddy's Little Monster is really what it is. Daddy's Little Monster. I don't know. It's Harley Quinn. Oh, why daddy? Well, because she says in the movie, she's like, oh, daddy's little monster. Like, oh, because the Joker. Yeah. Because she's got the they have a daddy thing. Yeah. Here's okay. another. This one's so good. OK. This one's so good. Catch me, honey. Catch me, honey. Uh-huh. Um, Winnie the Pooh. No, Sexy that's Winnie not the, the worst guess, but that's not it. OK, so um, I'll give you a hint. The the hint is in Catch Me. Catch Me. Um, a League of Their Own? <laughs> you just spilled I coffee just threw, all over yourself. I just threw coffee onto myself. <laughs> this is why I wear black. Uh, Madonna and A League of Their Own. No. <laughs> it's so random. <laughs> Catch Me. I get it, though. I get it. Catch no, her. it's sexy Pokemon. <laughs> Do you say Pokemon or Pokemon? Pokemon. I say Pokemon. I don't like Pokemon. <laughs> Feels weird. Okay. All right. This one's a hilarious. Okay. This is a good one. Okay. Super seductress. Super seductress. Is it Roger Rabbit themed at all? Uh, oh, it's it's always Roger Rabbit. Yeah. No, it's Wonder Woman. 
what? Yeah. That's not it at all. I know. I know. Super seductress because she's super woman. Oh, super. I get it. Jesus. Okay. All right. Beetle Bride. Oh, this is uh, from from Beetlejuice. Yeah. Yeah. When I'm a writer. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, And that's it. That's the last one. That was insane. So fun. Yeah. But you missed ones like, uh, did I show you the purple? No. (laughs) There was... There's one, um, there's a Prince one that's called like Purple Musician Costume. <laughs> purple Musician. It's Purple Musician Costume. Um, there is the Luigi is just mm. like Plumber Brother Costume. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Plumber Brother's a good one. There's I like, like that. There's some good, there's some good ones. What? So is Mario just Plumber? Yeah, just Plumber. <laughs> Italian Plumber Costume. I would like to think it's like, and the other, then there's like Chance the Hip Hop Star, <laughs> Chase the Hip Hop, <laughs> Rap Frog Piggyback, uh, Chicago <laughs> Rap Hat Guy. I am like actually amazed by the breadth and the strangeness of I the I wonder if it's a Kardashian costume, what would it be called? Oh, let's look it up. Okay. I wonder, I'm going to make a guess. I would say um, it would be like. Um, sexy Instagram influencer costume. Yes, let's see, let's see. Money moves, money. Oh no, this is this is the. For some reason, I looked up Kardashian costume, but the first thing that came up was Cardi B. Ooh, money moves hip hop costume. <laughs> what? Let me see that one. Oh, that's a good. It's just a butt. Well, oh no, 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 no it's it. the. But then okay, the butt next is, is next a, to it. Is a fake butt. Yep. <laughs> and then there's Lafleur, sexy iconic superstar. Who's Lafleur? Is that another it's Cardi B? Selena. LaFleur, <laughs> sexy, iconic, superstar costume. For some reason, when I look up Kardashian costume, it actually, I know exactly why this is from the marketing side. People are buying ad space against your search term. So even, so the first thing that comes up is Cardi B, even though you're looking for Kardashian. Oh. Fun fact. All right. So let's see. Um, let me actually get into the Kardashian ones because they're not coming up at all. I feel like there's got to be a Kardashian costume. Kylie Jenner's would probably be like um, vapid billionaire. God, I'm just like finding more as I'm doing this. <laughs> Adult men's esteemed leader ride on costume. What? Yes. Adult men's esteemed leader ride on costume. Um, I'm guessing it's North Korean. Yes. Yeah. But it's. Getting a piggyback ride from him. Oh I don't my know why God. the piggyback ride on so weird. <laughs> so the first thing that comes up for Kim Kardashian is actually Kim Kardashian wet dress cardboard cutout. So I'm not even getting oh. a costume. This is interesting. I searched Kardashian costume. Let me try looking up. Oh, hot Armenian Instagram. Yeah. yeah. This is they're like literally not a single costume coming up for for like a hot Kardashian? For a Kardashian costume. Okay. Well, while All you're right. finding it, I'm going to think, I think this year for Halloween, I'm going to probably just be someone from a different era. I have enough of those outfits. Literally, when I search, there must be so many people are like, like these companies are just buying ads against shit because I looked up Kim Kardashian costume and still the first thing that comes up is, is Cardi B. Yeah, I will say they used a model who kind of looks like Kylie, and so I wonder if they just didn't know that Maybe. she's not a Kardashian. <laughs> but the second thing that comes up is still Kim Jong 
Un ride along. That is so weird. Then the Kim Kardashian cardboard cutout. Then a body shaper. <laughs> Some spanks. You mean kimono? There's no. Oh God. Uh, and there's no. Huh. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Look eight classy money trench dollar bill print dress, <laughs> which is actually a picture of of Kim Kardashian wearing. There is actually what a picture of Kim she Kardashian wore a money print dress. Her. Wait, did she? Is this actually her? I don't think it's her. Uh, it's hard to tell. It could be photoshopped. It's probably. I don't think she it ever looks wore like a it's money actually, print it, dress. I know it's photoshopped. Look, they look. It looks like they just took her and dropped her. Yeah, into no, that's a random not. Background. That's not real. No, um, no, that's real. Classy money trench dollar bill print dress. Kim Kardashian wrap. I mean, it's I'd still I'd still wear a classy, a classy money print. You know, because money print is classy. Money print is classy. Well, yeah, we went through quite a journey on this podcast. We did. And I I think what we learned today is that there's no Kim Kardashian costume. There's no Kim Kardashian costume. I apologize to the Romani and traveler community. Um, and I think that this is a conversation of appropriation we need to have with, uh, one of your designers. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. Um, I will say that one of the things that came up for some reason for Kardashian was a voodoo queen. So we're bringing it back. Oh God, you. Just because it exists doesn't mean that you should wear it and your phones are listening uh, to you. Also, Definitely, if you guys can do a couple costume of the hammer and nail, that's a great couple's costume. Yeah. Or two cones I love, any of the blow up costumes, blow up T Rex, blow up Alien. Yes. Do them. I, I hope you guys a, have a happy and safe Halloween. I found a costume that's not really Kim Kardashian at all. What is it? But it came up in the results. This is a good one to go out on. Okay. Morris Costumes Women's Ultimate Butt <laughs> costume. What? It comes with fake tits, too. Oh, um. No, it's just oh, it. it's, it's just literally just a uh, butt. Fake tits and fake butt. Yep. With Man. a cover on both. <laughs> okay. That's it. Well, can't. Matching headband. <laughs> I will. I guess I'll see you. I'll probably see you during Halloween. Also, if you want to find cutout, cardboard cutouts of the Kardashians, <laughs> just Google Kim Kardashian costume. We learned a lot today. We learned so much. Follow us on the Gotti Positive Show. Yes. Leave and a review. And we are going to, are we, how are we going to reveal our logo? We oh, we're going to put it on the Instagram and then we're going to put the website up. We got some things. We've been, we I've been things, talking y'all. to some people. We've got some things that could be happening. Talking, doing things. Talking, doing things. Cool. Um, we'll see you guys next week. Have a awesome, safe, fun, respectful. Yeah, have a respectful Crazy, Halloween. sexy, cool TLC. Just, if, if you have to think about it, just don't do it. <laughs> is that is that a kind of a. Or just always think. <laughs> or, or think about it. Think about it I mean, first. I think if you have to think about it, if you're like, if you're like, do I need to? Is this should offensive? I be doing this costume? Listen, Maybe I don't do it. If I hear from Icelandic people about my interpretation <laughs> of a swan into a flamingo, <laughs> you know, the Bjork's coming at you. Ooh, <laughs> sugar cubes. Oh, I'm Jenny Zagrin on everything. Uh, I'm Stylethic on everything. Bye. Happy Bye. Halloween.